Today on the podcast, I have Bridget Danaher. Bridget is a member of the graduating class of 2022. She's a four-year member of the girls' tennis program, four-year member of our famous Maris band, and two of those years as the drum major. She's on our academic team, is a part of the pro-life club, and is on NHS. We can't wait to talk to Bridget and see all she has to share with us about being a Maris Redhawk. Hello, Bridget. Welcome. Hi, it's great to be here. So happy. I'm so excited. Bridget and I actually just came from graduation practice. To those of us listening, she's a member of of the class of 2022. So this morning they're all set and ready to go. And now it's nothing but get to that stage tomorrow night. So lots of excitement around here. Um, Bridget, we're going to start typically as I always do. And that's kind of like to let the listeners and me know a little bit about you and your background and your so could you tell us a little bit about your family background so so, who um, is Bridget Danaher and and tell me a little bit about your family so my name is Bridget Danaher I grew up in Burbank all my life um and I live with my parents now but I have three other siblings my brother Mike is 36 and my two sisters Becky and April are 30 and 33 respectively and um yeah I always um they always kind of moved out right when I was a kid yeah yeah there's a little gap in age and that's totally because Mm -hmm. you're you're raised as an only kid which is a bonus for you yeah I have the only (laughs) child life but I but you have the benefit of having siblings yeah it's great and I've got two nephews and I have a niece um and it's great yeah she's brand new she's just born oh so. really what's her name her name is Faye oh so. Faye welcome Faye that's yeah. great that's great so did any of your siblings go to Maris how did no, you get connected actually, to Maris yeah so my brother went to St. Lawrence okay we live in Burbank and then my sisters went to Revis which is a public school yep. by us but um I kind of was a trendsetter in my family obviously I started a <laughs> lot of go, new things Bridget. so absolutely with the age gap that we had and stuff Um, so my mom, this was when I was trying to see like what I was interested in and just the things. And so she saw that Maris had a tennis camp and I had been playing tennis for a while. So she signed me up for that over the summer. Um, and she was just kind of looking at schools around the area. I had never known Maris because in Burbank, it's like everyone goes to Liberty Junior High and then they go to Revis and then they move on and stuff. And so me going to Maris was something a little different. It's almost like you um, went out of the country. Yeah, I know. It feels I like I know it. some neighborhoods are very, very, you know, everything's in the yeah, neighborhood. Right? All my needs are met where I live, and I don't need to kind of go beyond it. Exactly. And so then she she signed me up, actually, for a coding camp over the summer, and that's when I was kind of yeah. trying to see if that's something I wanted to do. And then I shadowed seventh grade, shadowed eighth grade. I shadowed two band kids, and I just really loved it. I wanted to come back all the time, and then... I made my decision. This was where I wanted to go. So let's talk about some of those things a little bit. Expand upon yeah. them. You went to um, tennis camp and coding camp. Can you explain a little bit about coding for people yeah. that are like, what is that? <laughs> well, so basically the way the camp was set up was I I spent one day kind of learning HTML, which is a programming language that you use to make websites. And that's the front of the website is used in HTML. And so I learned that, and then I went to another one where I learned Scratch, which is just like a simple coding platform where people get started with it. Um, and that was actually all I kind of remember. Was this in eighth camp. grade or seventh grade? This is in eighth grade, I think. Okay, so do you still do anything and have an interest in coding? Has oh, that yeah. continued I've to had, grow? Um, and you think I, you'll... Took, 
I took the computer science class that Marist offered here, yeah. and I took the AP one in senior year, and I'm majoring in computer engineering in college. Oh my god, that's so fantastic. Okay, we'll get into that in a little <laughs> yeah, bit. So, shadowing, you shadowed the band, a band student. Yeah, so, so, let's go back to the band. Like, when did you get involved with an right. instrument or being in a band? Were you so, in the band in junior high and elementary mm-hmm. school? Was that your interest? Was it your parents' interest kind of steering you that way? Yeah, tell, so tell us all my, about it. My parents got my siblings involved in everything when they were born. And so they had my brother and my sisters learning the piano from a young age. And um, then my brother did the band in high school at St. Lawrence. He played the saxophone. And my sisters weren't really into the band, um, but they still kept up with piano. And then when I was born, it was like, okay, you're going to play the piano. And yeah, so I started in kindergarten. Music, yeah. And so I'm going to be honest, I really didn't like it in the beginning. Yeah. It was like a chore. It was just sure. something. But like my mom knew that I had to stick it out. And it wasn't really until seventh or eighth grade that I really started like loving the piano and having it to be something that Almost I Almost like a comfort or an outlet yeah, exactly. or people that, that played instruments say that, you, it, like mm-hmm. you just said, once you get over the hump of the, yeah, the, chore, the chore of it and the learning part of it, you get to the glory part exactly. of it, I guess. And so um, even though I didn't really like it, it was still something that was a part of me. And so in fourth grade, that was when our band tried out. You tried out for band in fourth grade. And band at Liberty was like everyone did the band we had we so starting in fourth grade we had a beginner band an intermediate band a cadet band a concert band and then a seventh grade band and an eighth grade band okay so about how many kids 100 kids in each band at least wow and so actually so in fourth grade i picked the clarinet primarily because my friend played the clarinet i'm not gonna lie that's kind of why i played influenced by your friends aren't we all yeah okay and then so i joined and i was in beginner band and then in fifth grade i actually jumped to i skipped cadet band and i took intermediate band and then i was able to do concert band in sixth grade and then the seventh grade band eighth grade band and everyone was in band there wasn't that stigma it was just yeah everyone loved it everyone did it it was such a I'm so glad that I had a great band program in well, my Well, and a great school. experience because yeah. um, you were able to grow and not yeah, feel like... Yeah, there were so many things you that we were, were able to do. Yeah, everyone was doing it. Yeah. I know in my high school, everyone did theater, and I was kind of a smaller high school, and I just mm-hmm. always remember that. It wasn't like, oh, you're an athlete, or oh, you're in the band, or oh, you, you know, your kid's not involved at all. Like, everyone did it. Yeah, so it just... Exactly. It was good for the school culture. Mm-hmm. It was great. So that's pretty cool. So you shadowed them because you were so involved in the in that band at your other school. Yeah, you shadowed, I saw... Um, did you know the kid or were they... I didn't, You no. just said, my yeah, interests I put, are... my like, interests were band and they paired me up with the band Do kid. you remember who it was? Yeah, it was Sam Eckhart. She graduated last year, actually. And then... Um, well, actually, in... Shout seventh out to grade. Sam. We usually yeah. give little shout outs here and there. In shout seventh grade, I actually shouted to Katie Giltmeyer. And in eighth grade, I shouted to Sam Eckhart. They're both in the band. Okay. They're both shout out to Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they were great. They were so nice. And I remember having lunch in the band hall and meeting Mr. Cray at that time and stuff. And I was like, this is great. This yeah. is where I want to be. So freshman year, how was it? You come to Marist. What was yeah. it like? Do you remember the first day, the first mm-hmm. week? What do you remember about freshman year? So... I just remember, I mean, I remember adjusting wasn't that hard because obviously my uh, um, middle school had like 400 kids in their class, but so making that adjustment, but the academics was definitely difficult. It was, I found my friends in the band early and then we had summer um, camp. too. Yeah, we had summer band camp and went to both weeks of freshman camp, met friends quickly. We did almost everything together. There was a couple of us that 
were from the start just kind of being friends and slowly we all just started making little groups in the band and we all started becoming friends but really it was like our class was kind of specific in that we were all friends and we were all kind of just one big group of friends and then we had football games we had thanksgiving day parade so easy Um, to make friends yeah it was easy to make friends and the classes were a little difficult at time because I was obviously starting tennis in the fall. Yeah. And I had and marching band. band. And I had honors. So it was a lot of that time classes. management that, yeah. you know, high school forces you to really hone in on. Oh, like, yeah. you, if you're not doing that, that's what they always say in, in junior high. You know, the teachers are saying, you're never going to make it in high school, yeah, you know, right? all things it's like all that. Things like and that. it's. In some ways, it's true. We're, you're going to make it in high school, but you really kind of got to buckle down with a lot of right. things. Time management being mm-hmm. one of them. So um, yeah, and I never just, really had a problem with like managing that. It was just like wanting to be good in everything. I didn't want to sacrifice one for the other and yeah. stuff. And that was are the you a perfectionist? Struggle. Do you say I personality? Not really, actually. Okay. I don't find myself. How would you give? What adjective would you give yourself? I don't know. I mean, I feel like people have just called. I don't know. I've I've been heard that people call me hardworking. I just want that's everything. Great. Yeah, great. I just want to put in that's as much work fab, as I can. That's just stuff. a fabulous trait to have. I hope not so. just as a as a learner in school, but as an employee, mm-hmm. as a friend, as all those things. Right. You want to be a hard worker. Yeah, I that's try great. to. It's a nice compliment to get. So mm-hmm. sophomore year. Sophomore year came, and sophomore that's the year, year yeah. that everybody in your senior year, they don't even talk about sophomore year because they just talk know, about March to the end. To the it's end. like, but sophomore year was all, you were here from August until I March. Know. A very, and very long time. And it's so, so hard. Everything just kind of jumbles together yeah. from then. But I do remember, um, I, I started getting closer with a lot of kids in the upperclassmen at that time in the band and stuff, and we were all so excited to go on tour because we were going to New Orleans that year, and that was always, like, the best tour, and I was starting to get really close. I, that's what I've heard. Disney is still fun, but New Orleans, like, we're able to do a lot more. Um, and so, and we had just found out that we were going to Ireland the next year. Like, that day, it was crazy. And so... What a great day. Whatever morning that was, we found out... Um, that the Southside Irish Parade had gotten canceled. And we were like, okay, good. We don't have to play and then go on to tour. And then I remember being in advisory at the time when we had advisory um, before lunch. And there were like no other band kids. And I got the email saying that um, we don't want to go on tour because of the new spread of COVID. And I was like, oh, like that's when it kind of hit me. And then... um, like I that's such a letdown. It was, right. and so once you go into the hallway and you start seeing all these band kids in the passing periods, and we're all just kind of like red eyed and stuff, and so at the end of the day, what a letdown. I know. So at the end of the day, we went to the band hall and we just Mr. Cray locked himself in the band room. Actually, he so we just sat there and we like didn't know what to say. Yeah, and that was kind of when, yeah, I I started to realize like. Something's changing. Life is changing. Life is going to be different for a little while. And it was. And it was, yeah. And it was. So you didn't do anything? You have a piano at your house? Yeah, I do. Because you play your instrument. Mm, Yeah, I was able to play a little bit. Yeah. Um, But so summer before your junior year, let's let's start with that. Do you remember that um, coming back out a little bit of some of the COVID stuff? But not really mm -hmm. because... Even your the start of your junior year, um, yeah, like tennis school camp was, was different. Yeah, a little different. Band camp was held a different way, and, um, and that's when it was like you were. It was hybrid. So some days you were home. Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, you came, or Monday you came, and th- 
Thursday yeah, came or like that. It, was, it was all kind of wonky um, like that. Yeah. One thing that was pretty consistent was actually my job because I'm a caddy and um, I've been a caddy since my freshman year. All right. So how did you that. get into caddy? Um, my brother, um, well, actually my uncle told my brother to start caddying and he caddied. He got the Evans scholarship. Actually, my sister caddy got the Evans scholarship. And so it was something that was always expected me, something that I was always excited to do. Um, and actually, in, like, true Bridget fashion, I hated it when I first started doing it. Um, <laughs> I know. My kids are caddy, and I can't say I know. That yeah, I Those bags are very heavy. They are, yeah. And I it's raining, and it's hot, or it's cold, or it's... Yep. Who cares? Exactly. Suck it up. Let's and go. So, You're the caddy. Exactly. And so my freshman, sophomore year, I, like, barely got out. I think I had, like, 20 loops total for the whole two summers. And then... Like, with COVID, I feel like that kind of made me just want to, like, get out and yeah. be out more. And I knew that I had to start working for the Evans Scholarship. That was something that I was going to work towards, and that was something that I wanted. So I knew I had to put in the work. And that summer going into junior year, Beverly was open at the time, and so I was able to just go out and caddy a lot, which was nice. Uh, and then um, you get, you we get requested by people. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. sometimes. But you just put your put your butt on that bench yeah, and hope that somebody says you, you get out. You get out. You're and a good little looper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. So tell us about junior senior year. Anything that you want to highlight? Um, I mean, I do feel like COVID definitely altered just how I learned and like what we were learning and stuff. We were obviously so behind, especially with honors and AP classes, trying to fit the same course load into a smaller condensed schedule but and and college board uh, to anyone listening the AP courses are run by um, the college board Mm -hmm. and so that's the curriculum that AP follows at every school across the country and they were not very lenient no during COVID they continued to say you know well just learn it yeah even if you're not in front of a teacher or if you're you know and and different states handled things differently so you never know what you're up against but you know Maris was able to keep kids in school but it was altered and so that didn't matter to the college board so you are correct in saying that like you might not have covered everything in the classes that you took last year and then you were still expected in May to take the Mm -hmm. AP test like I remember taking my friends that took AP world I actually didn't take AP world but their final test was taken online during COVID yeah. and stuff, and that sucked. But like the first year, right? It was and it was mm-hmm. all like written responses. Yeah. It was that was exactly. the only year that they kind of turned the dial a little bit. But then the following year, following like, year it was back to normal. Yeah, I had to go in and take my A push exam, and um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like just all of the stress was put on the teachers, and I feel like that was one of the hardest things for yeah. them was yeah. to. Like, we had to be understanding of them, they had to be understanding of us, and there was a lot of just, like, unspoken agreement that we had to have that we're not going to get to anything, but they want to know us, and, um, and it was, um, it was something that was really hard for all of us to get used to, and, yeah, I just feel like, even though COVID happened and stuff, like, we had those shorter classes, and I was actually able to get closer with a lot of my current friends now, because actually our physics class, we were, we all sat at this table and we just had, and that was actually when I found that I really loved physics and stuff. And so just having those classes, those shortened classes, I was able to find a lot of close friends. A little more focus too. All Mm -hmm. right. How's this year been? This year's been great. I mean, senior year has been the hardest year. I've heard people say it's sophomore year. Some people say it's junior year. It's definitely senior year. Why? Because of the courses that you took or because you were finally a little bit more... 
Oh my so, goodness gracious. That's probably why. Okay. Usually you're not allowed to you, take that many. Do you well, know so that, Bridget? You take four. By the way, but listeners, you're not allowed, you're not to, allowed take, to take it. To take more than do four. Do not take AP economics and AP physics the in same the same time. year because that's four tests. Yeah. Maris treats them as one class, but they're two tests. So economics you take. So a bit micro, of advice already. Is. And macro. I mean, I the course load itself I feel like was fine. I've been like practicing and I've I've been sort of used to the course load. And let's go back um, to the fact that you're a hard worker, so that I hope does so. help. Yeah. You definitely have to be diligent yeah. with your work if you want to achieve taking all these AP classes. But um I was actually going to take statistics this year but not enough kids signed yeah. up so I was like I guess I'm taking I'm AP always physics. so curious about that because that's a great class at my mm-hmm. other school we had more kids that would sign up for it not just you know for just regular statistics so I'm gonna kind of we gotta we gotta market that yeah better we do here. because Make and sure it's only an kids, honors class yes, it's not an AP yes. class listen to you only honors oh well, excuse me everyone listening she's just very very Hardworking and smart, no, and she I, prefers that to push herself, which I yeah, think is admirable. The, it's very, very admirable. Yeah. Having the credit in college, I'm finding, is important and um, just valuable even, if you can do it. And but even if you just the you experience, can't. you know, because some yeah. kids get very deflated when they take an AP test mm-hmm. and they don't get the score that they want. Yeah, and I keep trying to remind them, and I know it's true when alumni come back, that just having the experience in high school. And then getting to college yeah, and like, having that rigor, like, they definitely feel like I'm a little bit ahead of the game, more prepared. So I wish yeah. that more kids would at least attempt to take maybe one definitely. in high school. I recommend taking at least at one. At least one, maybe two, probably. but maybe six in a year is probably <laughs> a little that. bit. That's not. <laughs> I shouldn't have real. I, sh- I should have that. Did anyone that. tell you no? Did you My forget special did. permissions? Oh. No, I because Maris, it's it's four classes. I'm taking oh, four right, AP right. classes. Oh, right, right. Maris treats them. You already explained. And that. so it's, yeah, it's crazy. But no, the, the, what I've learned from AP classes will definitely help me in college. And even I was like thinking about like studying because I had all these tests back to back a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get a good grade on this. And my mom was like, okay. And I was like, love your you're mom. Right. I love that attitude. I was like, you're right. And so that was and I was like, I've learned so much in these classes that if the credit doesn't count, don't. Yeah, you take the learning experience. Yeah, like, definitely it's more do about not the learning. define yourself by a test. Never That's define yourself by a test. Such good advice. Such good advice. Anything you want to say about being the, the band drum major? Yeah. Let's get into that. Oh, you are the it. drum major. <laughs> can you tell everybody what that means? I to can. me, she's like wearing the white outfit when yeah. you're out there and you are. But you guys are so serious. I've already said be, that Josh yeah. Rickett was on here. And I, I remember, was like, yeah. Josh, why are you all so serious? You try to be. And here I am, a goofball, like clapping <laughs> in your faces. Woo, let's go, Maris. And everybody's like, you're staying yeah. very serious. Well, from, so I'm sorry if I'm not a good influence. No, but. from freshman year, um, Mr. Cray knew that to have a good band, they have to be diligent and they have to be on time, which is early, and they have to be focused and they can't have their phones out and they can't have anything in the band room and it was very he was very strict on us and that was so important into teaching us about discipline and focus and stuff and I feel like I've gained so many skills from that and so we always wanted to be someone that was almost intimidating kind of and we our band wanted to be um seen and we wanted to be understood and so we we tried to be strict and so 
obviously I loved being in the band. I love the band. It's one of the most important things to me. And so when I found out that I could try out for a drum major, who's basically the person in the front conducting, they're the one that leads the band out. They're kind of like the face of the band, essentially. They're the ones that keep them in track. They're like a step down from like the assistant band director. We've got our band director, assistant band director, and then the drum majors. And there's a junior one and a senior one. And so I was at during my junior year, but obviously we didn't have football games our junior right. year. So I kind of just came into senior year being this, um, having this title, but it was really great. It was fun because me and the junior band director. What do you have to do to try out to be the drum major? You have to learn how to conduct. Um, he gives you videos and stuff and he teaches you how to conduct. You have to um, be good at marching. You have to know how to march. You have to be able to keep rhythm, all of these kind of things. And so during COVID, he just had us submit a video of us mm -hmm. performing all of these things. And then he determined who he wanted to be the drum major. But it's usually... Um, one thing is that he likes to have kind of woodwinds be a drum major sometimes because having a strong brass section in a marching band is really important. And so if your first trumpet wants to be a drum major, it's not really going to work because we need him for the sound and stuff. Okay. Um, I was wondering also, like, how much does leadership play into 100%. The, yeah, it, yeah, it plays into it because you are, like you said, you're almost third in command. So all of these other students have to be looking up to a particular student. Exactly. So how you conduct yourself on and off mm -hmm. the field, how you conduct yourself in the classroom, in the hallways, and all of those yeah, types of things. Yeah, there's someone that you're... I kind of wanted to be someone that kids could go to. I wanted them... If you can't go to Mr. Cray or you're too scared to go to Mr. Cray, I wanted to be that person. I wanted to be someone who... I wanted the drum major to be someone that cared about the band and so that's why I wanted to be the drum major because I just love the band so much and so it's a famous band it is yeah I hope so do you so. feel that you are famous because of the band I I mean I haven't had people come up to me or anything yet. like that yet, yet maybe come on Bridget but no it's been a blast and so I think it's pretty cool and I love that you're in white yeah I, I know I love out. the white uniforms I, lo I, I absolutely love it I absolutely love it it's so yeah. fun you guys add so much to the spirit of the school and the school culture right. and I think we this year we've it. had so many when we do the state send-offs you know in any we kind of club or we, and this year it was like oh my gosh so many you should times have seen Mr. freshman year we were out every Friday marching through the halls almost it seems like right things. it's pretty it's amazing to go to a school that has so many programs that are going to the, and competing at that level so that's a good problem to have mm -hmm. but the sound of that band you guys start coming in the hallway and i start moving it's it, so it, fun it, it move, you, you guys definitely move me so um what about next year next year so i am going to be attending uic downtown in wow. the fall, majoring in computer engineering and um, outstanding, so. and the Evans Scholar. Yeah, it's so great. I know. So do you, you're going to live in the Evans house. UIC, what do they have there? Yeah, I was going to so, say, what is UIC set up? So UIC just started accepting scholars um, last year. This is their second year, so they're going to have about thirty kids, maybe twenty five kids, um, and we live in a dorm room because they don't have a house yet. So um, we're going to live in the academic resource complex downtown. And um, we've almost got like a floor to ourselves, essentially, is what it's going to oh, be like. Good. Have you met? Um, I mean, you guys that are going off to college, it's different now. Like when I went to college, you didn't really meet your roommate yeah, until, you you got there. until you got there. <laughs> I know. So you guys have social um, media. You have all mm -hmm. these things that you're paired up with. So do you know? Yeah. Who's so, well, actually, there's another girl from Beverly that's going to UIC with me. 
And then there's another girl that I'm friends with at Ridge Country Club who's going to UIC with the Evans. And so I know them, um, and that's about it. We have a Zoom meeting um, next week to kind of meet everyone and see yeah, everyone. Hear that. Usually they have a new scholar weekend but um, where all the kids get to go down to the college. But since UIC doesn't have a house, it was kind of hard to host something like that. But almost like you spoke about coming into Marist and being able to be captured through the tennis camp and yeah. the coding camp and the, the band camp. Like, I think this is going to have it being part of the scholars a little bit gives you mm-hmm. a leg up yeah, in terms of I meeting people. Having... You're right away clumped in with another group that you're almost forced to Exactly. In- I love having yourself. those like gateway sort of opportunities to just meet people right away. And I've always kind of looked for those in my life with band, with tennis, and with the others. Is there an opportunity for you to get involved with a band there or music there or anything? I know. Or are I'm you... so sad. I wanted... Um, I really wanted to do the marching band in college. I wanted. I was looking at Purdue. I was looking at Indiana, but um, sadly the Evans did place me at UIC, and they don't have an Evan or they don't have a marching band. So I might look for a concert band. I'll probably do, join a jazz band or something like that. I definitely am going to keep in contact with. Band. Yeah, because I would assume that it'll be a void if yeah, you've had it all these years in your life. You'll find something. I will, of course. You're I in will. the city. There's so much going on. <laughs> I know. Down I'm there. excited. You'll, you'll to continue be in the city. to and continue to bring that um, famous side of your musical talent to yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Know what I mean? You have. I'll find something. You have a lot of good, a lot of good stuff to pull back from. Right. All right. So, um, any advice for your teachers? Your teachers have said things like, "Bridget is kind. She's hardworking. <laughs> she's diligent. She's always there to offer." A, help to others that's it's awesome I know I um I definitely I've gotten so lucky with the teacher pool recently I don't know I feel like I haven't really had many bad teachers at Marist um well not, that's good. not many bad teachers <laughs> teach we don't want bad teachers right? and but really the good teachers are the ones that listen to you and they're the ones that hear you and they're the ones that don't dismiss you they're the ones that let you come in and there are people that um just let you speak they just let you talk and they they joke around with you and just teachers that aren't I mean obviously there's a time and a place and they need there needs to be discipline and there needs to be a hierarchy but when when a teacher is able to listen to their students and be someone that they can because teaching is like a partnership I've always kind of thought about that and so when your teacher is your partner I feel like that makes it a lot better yeah that's a great analogy because you as the learner are receiving the information and I always mm-hmm. say teaching you're you're a vehicle like yeah. you are you know your content but can you deliver it to the learner and exactly. if you if you only know your content and just keep spitting it out mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean exactly that people that are learning it are receiving it right so I like that you called it a partnership and advice to teachers then you're saying is to listen to your kids yeah. listen to your students just be open be so. open anything for students let's say students who are those sixth seventh and eighth grade students first let's give some advice to them what would you say to kids that are younger like and then I'll say to to the underclassmen at Marist but so I've always one thing going into high school I would say is to not underestimate the effect that other people will have on you you will meet so many people and they will they will change you and you will meet people that you like people that you don't like but they don't underestimate that kind of effect that they will have like um i don't know i've always believed that as we get older we just sort of are a mesh of personalities that we like from other people and things that we grab from other people and so 
I would just say when you come to high school, make mistakes, be different and do different things and just love the person that you become because the only person that's going to matter in your life out of all of these people that you meet is yourself. And so if you can't find a way to love yourself, then that's hard. And that's, I feel like that's really okay. important. You gave me a little teary here. <laughs> that was very, very, very nice. Thank you. How about to the underclassmen? Similar? The underclassmen. Like, yeah, similar. I, I don't know. I just feel like I was able to start becoming a happier person and a healthier person and just being able to thrive academically and in my community when I was able to just forgive and I was able to forgive myself and I was able to forgive others. And I don't know, I just feel like you're always gonna change and that's how you grow. And the best way to grow, I feel like, is through forgiveness. I've always felt that. Yeah, that's a hard one for it's people. It's so hard. It's taken me so long. I'm still not perfect at it. No one's perfect yeah, How do you work it. on forgiveness, you personally? How do you work at it? I don't know, I just, I needed, I needed people that brought me up. I needed, I, I, I surrounded myself yeah, your with people, of people in your life that I just, that were able to teach me that things are good and you're not always going to be dragged mm -hmm. down by yep. others. And Negative so energy when and you're surrounded by positive energy, like you said, it's better, it's easier to forgive and stuff. And it seeps into you that you yeah. want to remain positive. Even if I always say, even if that is a little bit of dork like right. me. Okay. <laughs> Um, so at the end of this, we always say Red Hawks want to know. And okay. And my phone's ringing, so that's not good. <laughs> that's please, right. listeners, please excuse the excuse phone. The phone. Um, Red Hawks want to know is rapid fire, as if you've been oh, listening no. to the podcast. So that just means that I ask you something and you have to respond right away. Okay. So, um, favorite song to listen to? Favorite song to listen to? Jeez. Oh, I don't know. I love a lot of orchestral songs to listen to, just like the instruments, because obviously yeah. it's, it's so nice to pick that out. And so there's a lot of like old band songs that we play that I just love listening to. Okay, so that's so listen, great to to. listen to. Best so song that the band does. Freshman through senior year. What is your best song that you guys think that you do performing? Performing. I mean, I feel like people want to hear the fight song, but really it's not. Um, it's not your favorite, or it's it is. We've but just you played gotta, it so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of songs we played in concert season. One of my favorite songs that we played was called DAC Ray, and it was one where we had like five trumpets that were gonna play in the balcony, and it was gonna be the surround oh, sound kind of thing. So and everyone cool. had solos, and there were a lot so of isolated cool. parts. And I definitely. I want to add more best. band to like our masses. Yeah, no, like a couple I, we of love instruments. Playing in the mass. And have the band, like our choir yeah. and that together. You should definitely organize yeah, I think that. Some, I don't know. I have to ask Mr. Craig about yeah, that. Yeah, right. So He's definitely going to. He'll probably be open to it. <laughs> sure. Um, and then the last one is favorite vacation spot that you can't wait to visit. Can't like, so you haven't been there yet. Well, I mean, I don't know if this counts, but I will be going to the Grand Canyon in, this year. This um, Like this summer or this next year? This summer, year? yeah, in oh, June. Oh, that's really great. Um, My husband is dying to go there. This was actually a 2020 trip that we planned that's just been pushed back. Push and back so me and, and my back. siblings and my nieces and nephews and my parents, we're all going to go. We're going to do all the parks around there. You get that great picture that where you're like, that's going to be awesome. So I'm really excited to visit You there. should be. I hope you're excited for tomorrow. Yeah, I am. It's a big I'm so emotional. Excited day it I is know. I it's, know it's hard to say but like COVID has almost kind of desensitized me to like things ending like I had someone ask me about the band concert and they were like this is your last band concert how do you feel and I was like I don't know like it's kind of just things have been ending and stuff and so it hasn't really hit me but 
our last day of school, I definitely did cry walking out of the band room. That was hard, but I'm 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 sure it'll come tomorrow. But it hasn't really set. Yeah, in yet. and even sometimes in the summer it hits you. Yeah, sometimes you're just for people, there. they're like, it's not till the fall when yeah. you actually are moving down to UIC and you're, like, and you're oh, not, I'm not coming going here. Back yeah, to I'm Maris. not going back to Maris. But I don't have band to go to my band camp yeah. stuff and experience. So I know it's it'll it's kind of layered. It'll exactly. hit you at different times. But sure isn't that great? Isn't it that is. great? It's almost like we have to use the expression like not sad it's over, just happy it happened. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm so excited. Turn that to, to a positive thing. Thanks for being here. You are a sweetheart. Absolute (laughs) sweetheart. And you um, continue on with your success. Super proud of you. And don't be a stranger. That's right. Stay in contact with Maris. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much.